This is episode 22. You are who you have coffee with. Welcome to the Sleek Geek Health Revolution podcast. My name is Eric Charles and I am here with Ilan Lohman to help you discover how you can build healthy habits and live a better life. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get to it. Sleek Geeks, it is your fearless leader Ilan here. I'm here with Eric. How's it going, Eric? Hey, I'm doing well, man. How about you? Awesome. Time for another Sleek Geek podcast. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Today we are talking about you are who you have coffee with. Or in other words, the people who you surround yourself with will shape your life. Awesome. I've just had a cup of coffee. You were here, so I guess... Uh, <laughs> we're in good company. I guess we're in good company. <laughs> for sure. But, but seriously enough... To be successful and to build healthy habits, you need to spend more time around those who you want to be more like. If you want to be healthy, you want to be fit, you need to spend more time with people who are fit and who are healthy. Similarly, you need to spend less time around those who drag you down and who make you worse. Sure. I mean, I think, you know, that saying birds of a feather flock together mm. and, you know, people who we surround ourselves with influence us. They rub off on us. And generally, you know, we we are influenced very strongly or more strongly by the people that uh, have a more important role in our lives. Yes. You know, I mean, there is a quote, I've forgotten who it's, who it's from, but it's, you know, it's like you are the product of, you know, you, if you divide the closest five people to you, and you, you know, you're the product of that. So yeah. if most of your friends smoke weed, it's likely that you might smoke weed too. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I'm just saying that people do tend to rub off on you. Know, I've experienced this in my life. Um, and I'm sure you have too. Mm. It's uh, it's just a fact of life. I think the the biggest um, source of influence for most people is their family and who they grew, grew up with. Um, especially, you know, at Sleeky, we talk about healthy habits. And many or most of the habits most people have come from their childhood and they come sure. from their household. You know, maybe they grew up and their family went for a walk every Saturday and Sunday. As an adult, they most likely go for a walk as well now. Yep. But if every Saturday their family lay in bed and watch TV together or TV series, then most likely they do the same now. And it's not necessarily good or bad. I mean, obviously you can have various habits that, that kind of balance out. But in general, your, your family is going to be a very strong source of influence. Um, and next up is going to be your friends and your colleagues and your coworkers. Yeah. And I mean, you, so you can't, you can't always control who you spend time with. Like your family, you can't always control what your parents do. Like if they are smokers or they're unhealthy eaters, it's going to be a little bit harder for you to be healthy. But that's why it's even more important for you to go and seek out like-minded people who are on the same journey as you, such as those in Sleek Geek. I mean, this is exactly why we created Sleek Geek, right, Ilan? Absolutely. It's because, you know, I didn't want anyone to be alone on their health and fitness journey. Mm. And ultimately, you know, there is this terrible stigma in society that anyone who's focusing on their health and fitness is viewed as like some kind of obsessive or like oh he's a health freak you know it's not you know we live in a society where the norm is not to be healthy yeah so when you are trying to be healthy there is a little bit of a stigma to it mm. and that's why i wanted to create sleek geek is so that people you know they don't feel like weirdos for talking about you know 
getting a nice ripe avocado or eating tuna for lunch or whatever it might be. You know, in an office space, they might be ridiculed. They might be shamed. Yeah. Because it's not necessarily the norm. In fact, I think if you're on a health and fitness journey right now and you're feeling alone, like if you if you think about your friends and your family and those you surround yourself with, if you feel like the odd one out, then that's a very good indicator that this journey is going to be extremely difficult for you because you are alone. And I think, honestly, if you feel that way, if you feel that you're alone, you need to get more involved in sleep. You need to be more active. You need to actually build connections, uh, get to know other people in sleep in your area. You need to uh, deliberately go and seek out like-minded people that you can spend more time with until you get to a point where being fit and healthy no longer feels uh, unusual in your social That's a really great way to look at it. I mean, as an analogy, I empathize. There are a lot of people in our community who are trying to get fit and healthy, but maybe their partner and their entire family are not on the same page. Yeah. And they are constantly, as you say, feeling alone, feeling like the outsider. And the best way to gain some acceptance on that journey is to start integrating with other people who are going through a similar journey or like-minded. Absolutely. And I think that's why people in the community, they often, when you ask them what's the greatest benefit of being involved in Sleek Geek, they talk about the fact that they've made new friends. Yes. People who, you know, I mean, not everyone wants to know how many reps you did at the gym. Yeah. You know, it's, that's it's, true. Not, it's not necessarily interesting to them. And it's okay to have friends who aren't into health and fitness. Like, I have friends who are not into health and fitness at all. Sure. I mean, I'll go to a dinner party and I know that not everyone wants to hear about my eating plan. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't even like really talking about health and fitness normally when I go out because people, that's the first thing they want to talk to me about. Yeah. But the point is, is like, you don't want to go to a dinner party and just be like telling someone about your, your diet and why their diet is bad and wrong. Mm. You know, that's not necessarily what you want to do. But ultimately, it is great to hang around and associate with people who are on a similar goal and on a similar path and enjoy certain things. For example, you know, if you want to get into hiking, mm. you know, you want to you join a hiking club. Yeah. Um, hang out with other people who are likely to want to hike. Um, because, you know, maybe the people that you associate yourself with right now are not the type of people who are going to do that. And so it's very important that you find those opportunities. Because this journey is, is very difficult to do by yourself. I think uh, you, you have to find people who are going to make this easier for you, who are going to lift you up, who are going to even just set a standard. Um, you know, it's one of the reasons why I got so involved in Sleek Geek in the first place, because I just saw... A bunch of like-minded people and I, I knew that if I immersed myself in Sleek Geek every single day, like if I just dove headfirst in there, uh, every day posting content, every day reading comments, every day liking people's posts and consuming like, all the healthy and fit activities they were doing, that would like shape my vision of reality of what is normal. Mm. Like if every single day I'm scrolling on Facebook and all I see is healthy meals, people running, people posting like personal bests and selfies at the gym, that like in my mind, that's going to be the norm. It doesn't matter what's going on around me outside at the moment. But if I can, if I can use, you know, social media gets like a, a bad rap sometimes uh, for being very negative, uh, that kind of thing. But it's, it's got a very strong influence on your life. And it's up to you to use that as a tool to your advantage. Let social media shape your life in a good way. Yeah, I mean... At the- you know, how we spend our leisure time in life is very much shaped by the people we're friends with and we spend. So, for example, I remember I once had a girlfriend here in Cape Town and I didn't have that many friends here in Cape Town at the moment. Most of my friends were overseas or in Joburg. Yeah. We hang out a lot with her friends. It was a part of my life where I was still very unhealthy, <clears throat> priestly geek. 
And I remember for a period of time that I was together with her, every Saturday or even Sunday, but at least once a week and our social engagements were to go and bry. Mm. And we'd start early in the day and like Saturdays were just like a long stretch of eating and drinking. Yeah. And just all you do all day long. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, every Saturday I remember having heartburn every Saturday night. <laughs> like it was this indulgence. Yeah. I was a heavy smoker then as well. Yeah. So basically all it was smoke, drank and ate. Yeah. But it's fine because everyone else around you is doing the same, which means that it's acceptable behavior. Yes. It, it, it means that you're not part of the crew and, and exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, your life could be very different if you hanging out with a bunch of people. Like, say, say take two scenarios. Scenario A, your friends typically are constantly going out on the weekends, getting drunk, hungover. You know, that's their lifestyle. Versus scenario B, you make friends with a bunch of people who they're up on a Sunday morning going for a hike. Yeah. Or they're doing a, a run or they're inviting you along for something active. You're going to have a whole different experience of life, mm. depending on what you want. And either is okay, depending on your choices in life. But you must know that the people that are around you that are important in your life are going to guide how you spend your time, what you do, and where your interests lie. For sure. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely about designing your environment. We've spoken about this before where an example I gave was you're going to eat whatever food you keep in your house. If you keep a lot of junk food in your house, you're going to eat a lot of junk food. If you keep only healthy food in your house, you're going to eat only healthy food. Like that's just the way your environment works. You're going to consume what's there. And it's the same with the social circle. If you have a lot of fit and healthy people in your life, you're going to be doing more fit and healthy things. It's just a fact. Like sure. you're not going to get out of it. You know, if you have a lot of unhealthy people in your life, you're going to be doing a lot more of what they do. And that's just a fact as well. I mean, you may be able to exert willpower now and then, but for the same reason that I have a jar of rust on my counter, on my kitchen counter, I can use as much willpower as I want. Eventually, I'm going to eat that whole jar of rusks. Sure. But if the rusks weren't there in the kitchen, then I wouldn't eat them. No matter, sure. And I wouldn't need to expend any willpower avoiding them. So the same goes for my social circle. I mean, I know growing up, uh, I used to have a lot more. I used to love playing computer games. All my friends were computer gamers. So when we would hang out together, it would be, let's hang out and play computer games. And when you play computer games, everyone brings chips and cool drinks and chocolates and, and junk food and stuff like that. And that was like a, a good weekend for us. And how you would hang out. Exactly. Whereas now, like if I want to go and meet up with a friend for, for like to catch up, we'll go, okay, cool. Let's go have a coffee and go for a walk. Or if I want to have a more extended catch up with them, often it's let's go for a hike. Yeah. And it's just, that's the default. You don't even think about it. It's just like, hey, let's do something cool. We both like hiking. Let's go hiking. Yeah. Like there's no question about it. I mean, it's common interest. I mean, for example, if I wanted to suddenly become like a tech entrepreneur, I would start hanging out with people who are in the tech community. Mm. I'd start going to, you know, social functions or networking events or start chatting to people who in that area. Yes. You know, if I wanted to really get into stockbroking or Bitcoin or whatever, ultimately I would hang out with people who are in that world, people who know more because it's going to rub off on me. And it's the same with developing a health and uh, fitness interest. Mm. But the thing about it is it's not only physical people in your life. It's also about influences in your life. Mm. So Eric, I mean, you often talk about the, the the concept of good ideas in good ideas art. Yeah. So when you're thinking about surrounding like the people who surround you, it's not just your friends. It's also, it's the things you listen to. It's this podcast right now. Mm. Right now you're sitting and you're listening to this podcast. You're surrounding yourself and your sphere of influence with Eric and I. You're being influenced we, by us. We, yeah, you're being influenced by us. We, hey, we, we influenced we made it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're rubbing off on you. Hopefully good ideas. Yeah. Um, and so... What you watch and what you consume and what you listen to is also what you surround yourself with. 
the audio books that you listen to, the, the, the gurus that you listen to, the influences you. I love that. You know, do you watch TED Talks or do you only watch series? I mean, I'm not saying series is bad, but like listening to YouTube videos or whatever that, that are going to teach you something that are going to influence you in a positive way is also a really powerful way. You know, in an isolated kind of COVID lockdown world or in a world where people don't, like let's say you're not very social, let's say you have a bit of social anxiety and it's hard for you to make new friends. What you can start by doing is start by surrounding yourself with positive voices that are going to nurture you, that are going to lift you up. There's so many coaches out there, you know, there's there's coaches online that do YouTube videos that can help you with business, that can help you with dating, that can help you with your health and fitness, that can help you with your training. And that also falls under this topic. This is, this is why I love the Sleek group coaching program. You know, we just recently did a, a big intake for our latest group coaching program. And we took on over 100 clients in one go. Yeah. And they are now all there in a Facebook group together going through the same coaching program with, with Coach Sylvia leading them. And it's an incredible experience because they are, they, they just by signing up, they now surrounded themselves with a whole bunch of like-minded people all on the exact same mission, mm. all trying to build healthy habits together. And they're all sharing their healthy meals, they're sharing what habits they're working on right now, they're yeah. sharing what problems they have and how they're overcoming them. And just by joining that, they have improved the, dramatically improved their chance of success. Even if you don't even take the coaching aspect into account, yeah. just being in that group environment, uh, it's incredible. I mean, it's the same as like, if you look at someone who goes to Harvard University versus someone who goes to some obscure new university in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Like the people, the, the quality of people they're going to be surrounding themselves, even if there's the exact same education being taught, yeah. let's say it's a standardized system, but just being at Harvard University, you're going to surround yourself with Harvard quality people and yeah. they're going to raise you to their level, to their standard. Sure. And I mean, it's also the same with any subculture, like take exercise subcultures, like triathlons, for example. Mm. Like there's people who enter that triathlon world, um, they join clubs. They do it together. Mm. It's expensive. Um, it needs a lot of training and dedication. So those people, they, you know, people who do triathlons, for example, um, you know, those bicycles and all the toys that go with it can be quite expensive. Yeah. But they need other people to talk to about their latest toys. Yeah. You know, for example, the other people in their life won't really care about the yeah. latest shoe or the gimmick that or the the whatever they they bought for their bicycle. Absolutely. So you need those kind of subcultures in the same way, like the gaming that you mentioned earlier. Mm. Like you want to, people who are into gaming need to be surrounded by people who understand what they're talking about when they talk about, you know, what happened in the game. Yeah. So it's natural that these subcultures form. So you've just got to decide in terms of what you want out of your life. What are the types of groups of people that you want to influence you? And I think it's a great strategy. You know that fake it till you make it. Mm. Like ultimately we've often talked about like, who do you want to be in the future and start acting like that now? Yeah. To me, a great strategy. I know some people have mentioned that like, let's take running, for example, they might say if they're not a runner right now and they feel a little bit like they don't belong, joining a running club might be very daunting for them. Yeah. They might feel like they have a bit of imposter syndrome, mm. but actually if you wanted to become a runner, the best thing that you could probably do is to join a running club. To be surrounded by a bunch of people whose priority it is to get up on a Sunday morning and go for that group run and initially take that 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 initial, I wouldn't say pain, but like feel that discomfort initially, but surround yourself by those people. It's the best, 
it's the best thing to do. And, you know, contrary to what many people think, um, normally when someone new joins a club or something, everyone else is normally pretty happy to have new people joining them. Like, they, they like it that you're showing interest in something that they are passionate about. Yes. I mean, people often think they don't want to go to the gym because they feel like they don't belong. They feel like everyone's looking at them and everyone doesn't want them there. But, like, when I see a new person at the gym, I'm like, awesome. Like, mm. I'm happy that someone else is actually taking care of their health and fitness. Now, there always be exceptions, there always be, you know, you assholes out there. Yeah. But in general, like if you rock up to a running club and say, hey guys, I'm new, I'm, I'm, I'm a new runner, I'm not very good yet, but I'm really trying, I'm hoping I can get some help here. I think you'll find most people will be very welcoming and very encouraging, especially when it comes to health and fitness. It's, it's just one of those things where Definitely. people generally lift each other up. There's a lot of positivity. And, you know, this, the, the, the name of this podcast is You Are Who You Have Coffee With. I think one of the best ways that you can begin to make new friends in the area is just to simply say, hey, can I grab some coffee with you? Can I buy you a coffee and pick your brain for half an hour? Yeah, and I think an excellent uh, point about that, which I hadn't realized until you said that there and then, is that when you set up a coffee date, that's proactive. Like you ask someone, you invite them to have coffee with you. Sure. So I think that what a major theme of this is about is like you've said you already get your family members and there's a lot of people in your life who just are there your colleagues you can't necessarily control those yeah but you have the power to be proactive mm. about the people that you want to start including in your life yeah and i mean like let's say you you want to go out for coffee like a saturday morning you want to get out of the house and do something who are you going to meet for coffee mm. are you going to meet for coffee the person who always gossips and complains and talks about like how bad the government is and just like craps and everything in life or you're going to meet the person who's going to tell you about their latest like run they did and inspires you and inspires you and stuff like that like you, you get to choose yeah like one of the best things for me was you know in school you had no choice like who you could hang out with i love i love varsity like obviously i had a university <clears> experience <throat> where i went to grandstand like yeah at, at varsity you had more chance to decide who you wanted to hang out with mm. um and then when you leave varsity then you've got even more chance and as I got older, I started cutting people out of my life who just were draining me or weren't adding anything yeah. to my life. Yeah. Um, even if they were like <clears throat> decent people. But as you move through life, you get to choose who you want to spend your time with. I feel like you almost get like a collector. You've got to collect like the right kind of people around you. I mean, connections are everything. And, and not just because of the connections they give you, just because of the people that they are. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's like a, just an exchange or an economic transaction. But I'm just saying, like, surround yourself with people who are going to make your life better. For sure. You know, even if it's just by helping someone who is, is in a worse position than you, is, is making you feel better and you grow. Like, there's lots of different scenarios. But, you know, try and be uplifted by the experiences. You know, life's quite short. And we only get, you know, a lot of people, I think, get stuck in situations where the people in their lives are really bringing them down and really mm. draining them. And they don't really have the tools or they don't know how to get out of those situations. Yeah. Um, or, you know, they have people pleasing tendencies or, you know, they feel they're doing the right thing. Yeah. Like ultimately we only get one life and, you know, in all our relationships, whether it's our partner, our wife, our husband, whatever, I'm not saying go and, and, and divorce your, your partner, but I'm just saying like, Life is short and you really do get to choose who you want to spend your time with. And that's a very powerful thing. So there's almost, there's almost two sides to the spectrum here. On one side, you want to spend more time 
with people who make you better and more like who you ought to become. And you also need to spend less time with people who drag you down and make you worse. And you can kind of choose which end to work on first or if you work on both sides at the same time. Um, you know, it's not always... I don't think cutting people out is the best way to get started. I think once you have more healthy people in your life, you can then start being more picky about who you spend your time with. 100%. Um, I'm not saying cut that friend out of your life because they don't like going for a run on a Sunday morning. Yeah. I'm saying you just need to make sure that you have enough positive influences in your life that your life's going in the direction that you want it. I mean, maybe a good example, a good idea is to actually sit down and make a list of the people you see regularly and the people you spend your time with. And actually write down, like, what, what do those people influence me to do? And it doesn't always have to be the health and fitness. Like, this, the one person may be really unhealthy, but you may decide, you know, this person's a really good businessman or he's a really good father or, or she's a really good wife or, or mother. Life advice or... And you value them for that. Like, there's, there's something, like, I know all of my friends I can think of and I, I can actually identify exactly what it is I get out of that relationship with them. Like, I... I'm aware of when I hang out with this person, I'm getting this out of it, or they're helping me with this, or I'm benefiting in this way. When I hang out with that person, they're benefiting in that way. Yeah. And maybe it sounds rather transactional, but it's not because it's, it's a genuine friendship. And I'm just conscious that this is what they, this is how that person influences me. This is how that sure. person changes my life. Um, yeah. I mean, it's transactional, it's an energy exchange. Like ultimately, you know, what, what energy are you putting into your life? What energy are you, are you putting out? I yeah. Mean, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Absolutely. I mean, I like what you said, what, what, what are you adding? What are you putting out as, you know, what are you adding to the and relationship? And you can also, you know, part of being a sleek geek is being an inspirer. Mm. Part of being a sleek geek is being a leader. So I'm not saying like, you know, if you've got someone who is like on a different page, maybe you can influence them positively. You know, so what I try and do as a technique is... I'll often get asked by friends, hey, do you want to hang out on Saturday morning, whatever it is. Now, you know, I've got a friend, for example, who he naturally would tend towards, let's go and have a lavish breakfast. Mm. So I'm being a positive influence in his life by saying, hey, you know what? Rather than going and sitting and just eating a lavish breakfast, why don't we go for a walk on the promenade and have a cup of coffee? And, you know, that friend then actually ends up enjoying it. Yeah. And then, you know, the next time he's actually saying, yeah, let's go for coffee and a walk. Nice. You know, so what you're doing is you actually are showing people a different life. You are showing people more positive ways to, you know, enjoy your time together in, in a way that is, is, is more in line with what you want out of your life at that point. I think it's a good thing to talk about because people may be looking around their life right now and thinking, oh, geez, you know, my whole family is unhealthy. They're all overweight. I wish they could, like, especially the departments, like a lot of the, the clients I've worked with in the coaching program, they've told me, oh, you know, I'm trying to change, but my husband, he, he loves the fast food and the beer, and it, it's so difficult to, to make healthy meals and to be active because he doesn't want to do anything. Mm. And they're always thinking about, okay, if I could just change them, if I could just like, you know, make them better so they then support me. But when it comes to that kind of thing, you have to lead by example. You can't, force people to change you have to actually be the change you want to see and so i, I want to suggest that to you like if you're sitting around there thinking about your social circle don't don't try and change people you know don't try and make them who you want them to be just work on yourself first start adding in more healthy people into your lifestyle and slowly you i mean this happened to me like i started getting healthy and my whole family changed as well um i didn't force them to yeah they didn't you know have to change their lifestyle because preach. of me 
they just started eating a bit healthier and then started exercising and then started doing this and then started doing that. And it just, it is a natural evolution as my habits changed, their habits changed as well. And also don't preach or judge. <clears throat> you know, I mean, this is not about a moral, this is not a moral question. Mm. This is just about a good fit. Yeah. So I like that, a good fit. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, if, if somebody wants to live a different lifestyle to you, it doesn't make them a worse person. For sure. Like a lot of people can get a little bit high and mighty when they get onto health uh, journeys. Yeah. Because they feel like they've seen the light. Yeah. You know, we often see that people find a new diet and they think that this is like a new religion now. And they look down on everyone else and, and disagree. And like anyone, anyone. Oh, you eat gluten. Oh, jeez, mm. no, you <laughs> eat carbs. Eh? You evil person, you. Yeah. No, it's not about that at all. It's just about saying, you know what? It's like in any relationship, you might get to a point where this is not a fit anymore. You know, we just, we're not compatible. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's the journey of life. You know, people are in our lives for reasons, seasons, and lifetimes. And I think that that's okay. But, but yeah, I mean, like we've said, you absolutely must never underestimate the influence that people have on you. I mean, I saw some research. It was on a TED Talk. I can't remember the exact statistics. But the research was around, um, they plotted and they studied people in the Florida area um, in, in America. And basically, they were looking at obesity trends. And they, they basically managed to work out that, you know, people who were friends with people who were overweight were likely or more likely to be overweight. That's or, a no-brainer. You know, it sounds like it is a no-brainer. And I mean, it's the same way with, you know, partnerships. Like if you... You know, you all know what it's like maybe to be in a relationship where you and your partner might not be on the same page. Um, and it's difficult. It's difficult if you and your partner eat very differently. It's difficult if you're quite active and your partner doesn't want to be active to coordinate the time that you spend together. Those are challenges. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it does make things harder. So why don't we find out what the, what the community has said to us? Yeah, so we, I posted on Facebook uh, in advance of this podcast to ask people their opinions on this topic. And yeah, let's see... Let's see what some of the people in the community said. Um, I'll start uh, here with Tiffany Pillay. Tiffany, oh, she actually recently won an entry into our eight-week challenge. Uh, Tiffany said, I can totally relate to this. Not so much company, but also environment. I've tried for many years whilst living in a big city to lose weight. I was unsuccessful. Friends who could eat endless amounts of carbs and not gain an inch. Fast food outlets on every corner. Busy schedule amplified by traffic and stress. I was over 90 kilograms and hated myself. I moved to a province for the job to a small town, no mall, very few takeaway options, a big focus on farm stalls and home industries, and a very strong fitness culture. Everyone makes time for exercise and eating whole foods. In two years, I've managed to lose 30 kilograms. It's an entire mindset shift being surrounded by like-minded people and having a conducive environment that every day reinforces good, healthy habits. Wow, that's so like there a go. perfect that's power. example. Perfect power. example. I, mean, I couldn't have written that better myself. Of who you, you are, who you surround yourself with. You are who you have coffee with. Thanks, um, Tiffany. That sums example. it up. Uh, Rolene says, yes, it is always my ex-colleague to the office saying to me, it's just one slice of cake for every birthday in the office. You know, you know how it is. Like you go to an office and yeah. every second day someone's having a birthday. And every second day you're having a piece of cake. Um, you said, or they shame you when you do have a slice of cake. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Yeah. You're too scared to announce you're eating healthy because the mockery or shaming begins or the taunting. I'm working from home now, so it's really just me, myself, and I. But I live on my friend's property. They're healthy eaters and are quite disciplined. Today, I crave KFC badly. So ordered uh, Mrs. Delivery, and my friend knows I'm trying to walk my journey again. 
and I was honest with her. I immediately started defending myself because in the past I had to at work. And she just laughed and said, you know what, one day at a time. I think yeah. that's really supportive. You know, it yeah. just shows Berlin could have a bad day and she immediately thinks she's got to defend herself. But then her friend actually says, you know, no big she's deal. Supportive. Just take one day at a time. Like that alone, that, that just, that feedback you get can dramatically change how you then, what Rolene does next time, you know? I love that. I love that example. And, and Rolene, I'm happy that you're in that better situation. Let's see what Adele says. Adele says, absolutely. I've started distancing myself from the negative and demoralizing people and surrounding myself with people with the same fitness goals and overall morals. And my life is just so much better. Nice. I love my crew. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly what we're talking about. You know, a lot of people probably listening to this or a lot of people out there have negative people in their lives just drain them. Yeah. And take them away from what they want to achieve. And it takes some strength to... It does. It takes some strength to deal with that situation. Um, but, you know, I think it's almost like it's that bad egg kind of syndrome. Like often in a workplace culture, <clears throat> what we'd find like back in my corporate days is... There'd be one person in the office or in that team who was just basically almost like a bad egg. Yeah. And once you remove that, it'd be like a poison. Once you remove that one person from the team, everything would change. The whole culture would mm. change. And that's often like similar to, I think, what people have in their lives. Yeah, I think, you know, you've got to kind of find ways to remove the friction from what you're trying to do. You know, if you're trying to be fit and healthy, where's the friction? Like who's holding you back who's making it more complicated than it needs to be negative who's that bad take, egg in your life negative things take energy they drain you and all that energy can be put elsewhere so well done on on changing that in your life Adele that's excellent and Aziza says totally agree those who you surround yourself with should support and motivate you most of our family and friends are health conscious and trying to improve their health and fitness so that helps absolutely I mean it, it just simply does it, it, there's no friction there for her you know it's just yeah. easy it's like it, it just comes easily and naturally and that's how you should kind of aim to have your health and fitness goals be, you know, like eating yeah. healthy should be easier. I mean, a great, you, oh, sorry, yeah. Go for it, yeah. a great analogy for this that I just popped into my head when I read that where she said her friends and family are generally health conscious. Mm. I was thinking about, you know, often you'll walk around the mall and you'll see a family of people and they're all overweight. Mm. And typically those are the kind of people who will say it's their genes um, you know, yeah, that was me growing up. But it's not I've got the bad genes. I've got bad luck. I've got bad it's, genetics. It's the fact that everyone that they're surrounded by were doing the wrong things, probably out of ignorance. I mean, no judgment. So being overweight is a normal to them. Like it, they, they don't. They, they, but the habits are also wrong. You know, the portion sizes, the food, yeah. everything. So then you'll look at other families, and they all look fit and healthy, and you'll say, "Oh, it's genetics." Mm. But it's not necessarily genetics. It's about the fact that the they habits. were brought up with better habits and a better maybe under appreciation of the value of whole foods and portion size. And, mm. You know, I mean, I had a friend at school who we used to hate going to his house to play because he was the only kid where there were no soft drinks, there were no sweets. <laughs> but his family, his parents were both very health conscious. And he's probably in pretty good shape right now. If the whole family up. were in great shape. But it wasn't their genetics. Yeah. But the point is, is like, we didn't like going there because it was actually odd. It was yeah, weird. Like, yeah. we'd be like, oh, no, that guy. Like, <laughs> his parents are weird. Yeah. Because his mom, I remember, they were allowed to have some fruit juice dilate, diluted with water. Yeah. And there were never any sweets. 
And, you know, I think there were maybe like nuts and the kind of things that kids don't really want to snack on. Yeah. And for us, it was just weird. But now when I look back... And for him, was it normal? Yeah. yeah I look back on the hindsight, like, they were all in perfect health. They all looked great. They were all in great shape. And that's the kind of people that people would say, oh, no, they've got good genetics. Mm, no, that's it's true. Environment and it's design. And your habits. I mean, I think a great way to get started here is to think, what, what habits would you like to build, you know? Would you like to walk more? Would you like, like, don't think about weight loss or things. Think about like actual doing things. Like, would you like to walk more? Would you like to cook more? Would you like to uh, go to the gym, dance, run, whatever? Meditate. And find people who are doing that. Like, sign up for a challenge or sign up for like a course or sign up for a program. Um, You know, I mean, a good example is the Sleek Eight Week Challenge coming up. Everyone there is trying to build healthy habits over eight weeks. If that's something you want to do, join the A2 challenge or just, yeah, just find people in your life who are also into running or are thinking about starting running and try and do it together. I think that's also why the park run was so successful mm. um, is because it's fun to do these things with other people. So on that note, we're busy trying to organize monthly Sleek Geek walks around the country. Yeah. So, so keep an eye out for that. Every month. Keep, an eye, yeah, keep an eye out on the Sleek Geek Facebook group just on the events section. I think maybe we can put up a page on our website as well that actually lists all those upcoming events. Sure. So if people can't find the events on Facebook, they can come to our website. Um, yeah. I think it's a great way to, you know, end of every month, you actually get together, go for a walk somewhere, do something healthy, have a coffee afterwards, meet like-minded people. Yeah, and I think especially now, like a year into COVID, um, people need connection more and more. And more. Yeah. Um, you know, after all this time of being so disconnected, I think people are craving connection. And the right kind of connection as so well. So if we can do that in a, in, a, in a healthy social distance kind of way, I think that people really need that connection with the right people. So yeah. come and have a coffee with us. Yeah, you are who you have coffee with, so come join us for Keep coffee. Keep us into our podcast. Look out there for, you know, other great podcasts, audio books, um, people who resonate with you, who are going to help your life. Start taking stock of the people in your life, are they holding you back and maybe you haven't realized it, you don't necessarily have to discard them, but where, start thinking about where could you find people to become friends with that have a similar goal or a similar interest, where are those people? Um, there's lots of different avenues to connect with like-minded people and you can start by just being more active in the Sleeky community and going out of your comfort zone a little bit, trying to make friends and yeah, I mean, that'd be my advice. Sounds good. Cheers, guys. See you next episode. Cheers.